Kia ora and welcome to The Nutrition Mission with Ansco Foods. My name is Megan Compain and I am your host for season two, Beef Lamb and Basketball. I've been playing or involved in basketball in one way or another for the past 30 years. It's been wonderful to see such a rise of young Kiwi female participation in basketball. I'm super excited to be hosting this podcast where we'll be talking to people involved in women's basketball in Aotearoa, which we hope will inspire others to get involved. Today we're talking to Tegan Graham. She's a record breaker in more ways than one. Tegan has had an exciting basketball career so far, recently playing Division I college basketball in the States. We're so excited she's joined the Tokomanawa Queens this season. And be sure to listen until the end for our buzzer beater segment, where we will do a series of quick fire questions. So, Tegan, <laughs> it's good to meet you finally, and great to be here with you um, on behalf of ANSCO. Um, Met you randomly in the street the other day, yeah, but did. long-time fan. Um, what I've loved about this Tokomano Queens team is that I'm actually getting to meet and see some of the young talent that I've been watching so from afar now come home. But um, how have you been? Really good. Thank you. Yeah, it was kind of funny, yeah, a bit random, like, bumping into you. But um, it was nice. It was really nice, yeah. I feel like I know you, but we've never actually met. So this is, yeah. Uh, I'm a little bit older than you, so uh, I, I do appreciate when young people say, I know, yeah, I know you. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? You're a legend in the New Zealand basketball community. <laughs> oh, you're too kind. Speaking of legendary um, status in New Zealand basketball, tell us a bit about your basketball career so far. What, what's the journey been like for you? Um, it's been a pretty special one, honestly. Um, I've spent the last uh, six years in the States, um, so that was kind of the dream when I was in high school. I always wanted to go play Division One, And so, yeah, headed out to New York first, did four years at Colgate University, and then was kind of like, it was, well, it was a blessing in disguise. I tore my ACL, so I got another year, an injury year. And so I graduated from Colgate and then transferred to Brigham Young University and then got an injury and a COVID year. So I actually got my bachelor's and my master's all paid for, which I feel oh, like how, how good. pretty grateful to, to basketball as well. But no, I had a had quite a journey. I think there's definitely a lot of ups and downs in the States. It's, you know, the, the competition, their intensity, it's a different level. But, you know, I ended at BYU and just had the most special time there. And, yeah, it kind of propelled me to play professionally. Yeah. Well, we have um, two things in common. I, my last season I played in the States was in Utah for mm-hmm. the Utah Stars. And um, and you have a record that still stands for Kiwis and three-point percent or three-point field goals made in the game. I Did should, you know? I didn't know. Well, I knew that, but I didn't know about your 7 for 7. I was like... 7 for 7. I think I've still got the highest percentage oh, for, sure. for 7 for 7. But yes, you, you beat my uh, 7 three-pointers. I shot a lot of threes that game. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's not bad, though. What were you... You were, if I got my research right, 10 for 17 yeah. from behind the arc. Yeah, which is funny because if you... Because I, I remember that game very vividly. We were playing Oklahoma. It was at that's Oklahoma. That's a big school, too. Yeah, they're in program. the Big 12, so it was a you know very intense game. We were ranked. They weren't, so very, very... It was our first loss of the season. Um, so I remember that game, and, and I... And you poured in 30... Yeah, just just five was it? No, no, just just ten threes. Oh, t- oh nothing else. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, no free throws. Nothing. Didn't want to add a nothing. I shot an elbow jumper and it like bricked off the backboard. <laughs> Stay behind the That's three. That's amazing. But I don't remember shooting seventeen threes. That was a crazy thing. After the game, I was like, surely not. Like I can't. I can't have shot that many. But <laughs> apparently. Oh. Um, 
we kick off Toehi Basketball League. Second season kicks yeah. off 12th yeah. of July. Um, you're playing the Southern Hoi Ho. Uh, how's preparation going for that? Really good, yeah. We um, we haven't had a full like team team together practice just yet, only because we've got the Torfins going away yeah. and then we just got our American um, international players. Um, so soon that will kind of everyone will come together. But it's going really, really well. It's a lot of fun. We've got a lot of youth um, in the team as well. So that's really cool just to see up and coming, you know, younger players and then other players that are about to go to the States or have just come back from the States. Um, but, yeah, good vibes. It's I mean, it's fun to represent Tokomanoa Queens because, you know, I think our ownership, you included, we they look after us really, really well. So we have, you know, a really good structure around us that, are, you know, making sure that we have everything we need. That's great. Walt and Rachel are absolute legends. Yeah, and they are. They really are. Yeah, they're, they're um, pop, mama and papa. Yeah. Um, do you feel any pressure? Obviously, the Tokomano Queens inaugural champions. I was lucky enough to be there on the court. It was uh, not on the court, clearly. <laughs> she was playing. <laughs> <laughs> thought about it for a second. <laughs> and then I went for a run. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, reigning champions. It was a yeah. pretty special year yeah. for all the reasons why even getting the league up and running. And you 100%. would have been in this environment that, you know, women's basketball where it was to where we want it to be and sustain where we want it to be. Yeah. And that's why these things are so important. You know, yeah. partners like Ansco are so important for sure for the Huge sustainability rain. of the game. Um, but, yeah, reigning champions, the target's going to be on the Queen's back. Yeah. Are you guys feeling it or, or are you dressing it? Are you walking towards it? Um, yeah, I think that it's just part of the game, right? Like, this is a brand-new league. Uh, it's super, super exciting to just keep generating that, you know, that hype and that energy around it. Um, and I think... It, it only, it's only going to make the league more exciting, you know? That sort of expectation or pressure, whatever it is, is, is kind of one of the fun parts of being a professional athlete, right? You, you, you do this because you're competitive and you want to win and you want to play and you want to compete at these high levels. So I would just say, like, for me personally, um, I'm, I feel so lucky that I'm, you know, playing back at home. You know, mm. I'm originally from Wellington. So it just seems like just a dream come true. And, and to have that sort of expectation is... is you know, there's 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 gratitude in that because it means people you know respect us and yeah. they want us to do well and they you know they see us doing well. Yeah, and there is a community starting to build and, and a community behind the team and it's it's really sure. exciting. I actually went to a Saints game the other night and there were these two little girls behind us wearing Queen's, oh, what, Queen's shirt and they had like cut them into little crop tops. Oh, gorgeous! It was so cute. <laughs> yeah. Well, they didn't like the big box cut. I, it was probably like one of those like huge oversized yeah. ones. There was like eight year old <laughs> girls that were like, and I'm gonna make this mine. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm so surprised it wasn't tied up at the front. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's uh, obviously a lot of key ingredients to success. Yeah. There's, you know, we talk about pillars of, of, of success. There's the training. There's other things. And the nutrition comes uh, as a big part of that. What what do you? How do you approach that? And what are the ingredients that you have used in terms of your success on the court? Yeah. For <laughs> me, I'm the biggest foodie. So nutrition is, is kind of a joyous part of, of being an athlete. Um, my biggest thing has always just been um, I eat a lot and often. <laughs> so my my nutrition things have always just um, focused around, you know, healthy foods, you know, a lot of protein, things like that, a lot of carbs. But mine is, is consistency with eating because I think as an athlete, um, 
you know, individually different things work for different people. Well, Ansco Food, and we've mentioned this before, is a is our partner, really important partner for the Tokomanawa Queens, and we're stoked to have them on board. Um, what role does actual beef and lamb play in your personal development as a performing player? So you've talked yep. about the balance. Um, we talk about protein being yeah. so important, uh, but balanced with with carbs. Um, what does yeah? When you think about the way you consume meat, yeah, particularly red meat, how does that fit? Um, it's it's for me. I think of it in terms of protein, and I think as an athlete, um, the more protein you can get in your diet, the better. I had a strength and conditioning coach at BYU, his name's Stephen. He's epic, and he would eat the most like I've never seen a person eat more red meat in my life it was just like breakfast like every meal Americans love their big steaks they do they do but it was he was and he'd done a lot of research about it so he was very he wasn't pushy but um you know he always let us know why he was eating things and that sort of thing so my biggest thing with with red meat I would say is protein it's Mm. just it's so important as an athlete um to protect yourself too, because a big thing with protein is is muscle, obviously, and it's not just for strength; it's also for protecting your knees and your shoulders and your you mm-hmm. know ligaments and stuff like that. I think sometimes that's something that people it's a key element of of athletics or being an athlete that some people miss is like there's also the protection element, right, mm-hmm. which is fueling your body and making sure you're strong and all that sort of stuff. So that say you go, you get hit a bit weird or something happens, your body can sustain Absolutely. that. But yeah, yeah and, and despite what people think, basketball is a contact sport. Well, it is. <laughs> is it not considered a contact sport? So probably, but officially still no. <laughs> That's wild. Um, you guys are often on the road when you're a, a professional athlete yeah. uh, and, and you have to maintain that those good nutritional practices when you're travelling. What works for you to maintain that consistency? Again, I would say my biggest thing is just eating a lot. Like I am constantly aware of, you know, okay, I have to eat before this training and I have to eat after this training and I have to make sure that two hours before I've had some sort of, you know, meal, cons- you know, consisting of this, this and this. So my my big thing is just like, I, I eat often, yeah, and I love eating often. <laughs> <laughs> and that, and you do you feel like you need to prepare differently when you're traveling, or you just you you know you have to you have to make time, you have to be disciplined. Yeah, it's more. I think it's more for me at least. It's a self awareness of okay, eating and how are you going to perform your best? Okay, eating thirty minutes before something not the case, right? Stuffing something in your mouth ten minutes before you're about to run up and down a court not your best. So yeah. for me, it's more just, okay, having the the accountability as well to be like, I have to, you know, be good about my time management, about when I eat and the sorts of things I eat. Speaking of that, do you have any pre or post game sort of food rituals? No. See, my thing, I am not a superstitious person at all. Do you not and put one shoe on before the other? Never. I'm almost scared Lucky of Lucky undies. No. I'm <laughs> I'm so scared of being superstitious because I think... If you it lose would, it, you, that's you might lose the undies. Well, like, yeah. Like, I, I was listening, I was watching a netball game the other day, um, a couple of weeks ago, and they were talking about all their superstitions or something. They had, like, a little interview thing, and all of them had, like, a lucky sports bra. And, a lu- and I was like, the anxiety I would get from, like, needing to wear that all... It would freak me out. So I'm, like, very anti-superstition. I don't have any... You put the work in on the court. I try. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And what about off-season? Is there any difference between your nutritional habits in the off-season as they are during the season when you're you're in that real high-intense competitive environment? That's actually a really great question. Um, I would say for me, in-season, I'm just much more conscious of, like, 
if you're feeling hungry, like you almost went wrong because like you need to be constantly fueling yourself and out of season you're still training but the intensity and the actual like load management is different so I would say out of season I'm a little bit more relaxed I would yeah. say about you know my time management when I eat and things like that and it's your time to yeah. relax yeah. yeah have a little cheat meal or whatever. <laughs> every day is a cheat meal for me because <laughs> <laughs> you run it off <laughs> Um, what is your favourite beef and lamb recipe, if you have one? Are you a cooker? Oh, do you cook? I do cook. Oh. I do cook. Um, but I would say my favourite, like, beef or lamb would probably be not something that I'd cook. It's probably something I'd buy. Like, I love a good Indian curry. Mm, nice. So I think I'd I'm probably... having that for dinner tonight. Yum. <laughs> so, like, lamb sag. I was just going to say. Oh, yeah. That's my go-to. Amazing. I love a lamb and you sag. And you don't feel guilty because you're getting the greens as oh, well. Oh, that spinachy. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. So that's probably my I love Cauliflower Indian rice? I've never had cauliflower yeah, rice. you can get it in uh, Little India. Okay. Little India does cauliflower out. rice. Okay. And then you no guilt. Yeah, and then you're like, I <laughs> never stop eating then. <laughs> uh, what nutritional advice would you give to young athletes, it's particularly women we're talking about, because yeah. as you say, there's so many more maybe pressures or um, you know things that are going through their heads of what to do, what not to do, so many fad diets and things like that. What would you say, to aspiring young athletes listening today? Um, my biggest thing probably with food is, like, don't overthink it. Don't put too much pressure on yourself to have a certain diet or a certain – because that's when we, we become really controlling, and when we have control, then this shame, you know, kind of dealt into that because our society wants us to look a certain way and do a certain, you know, thing with our body and image and all that sort of stuff. So my biggest thing would be just, like, trust yourself, you know, have established good food uh, patterns or, or what's the word habits um, but then just yeah don't put so much pressure on yourself to have some sort of diet or some sort of you know like I think nutrition is really really important but it can also go the other way where we start to kind of overthink it and become a little bit too consume, consumed with the idea of needing this 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 and this you know like if you've got your proteins your carbs your veggies like mm. everything in moderation is fine you yeah, know go yeah. have that treat go do that Go have that snack that you're like, oh, maybe, you know, it's just like, don't overthink it. Yeah. And it takes the pressure off a little bit, like, especially young athletes coming up. Like, you're not playing or practicing every single day for one team, you know, it's different. So it's like a little bit, little bit less pressure, yeah. you know? Yeah. And then, and then men mentally, you can actually enjoy 100%. the process, right? Enjoy food, enjoy training and know that you're actually got everything in balance. Because food is such a pleasure in life. Like food is one of those things that's just, at least for me personally, I just, I get so much pleasure from food. And I think part of that is I have a really good relationship with food. Um, you know, I'm not, I don't restrict myself from certain things and don't, you know, a, as a as a young teenager growing up, I, I definitely saw a lot of people around me, especially young girls, um, you know, really controlled with what they could eat and what they couldn't. And there was a lot of um, shame involved with food. Mm -hmm. And so I think for me, the biggest thing is just like that that lack of control, you know, mm -hmm. like eat what you want to eat. And like, yeah, if you have bad habits, then that needs to be addressed. But as long as you, you have your, you know, foundational sort of like fundamental things that you're putting in your body every day. Like, don't shame yourself for having a good relationship with food. Mm -hmm. Well, we, we definitely picked the right queen to have this. I do love my food. <laughs> We're going to end with the buzzer beat around. Uh, okay. I'm going to ask you a few questions and you are going to answer them. The yeah. first thing that comes to mind. Okay. I'm <laughs> nervous. Yeah. You ready? <laughs> I'm ready. Are you a morning person or a night person? 
I'm a consistent person, so either do mornings or do nights. Oh, interesting. Yeah. You're on the fence. You're a fence sitter as well. What does that mean? Like you, you don't want to commit either way. Yeah, true. I just like <laughs> consistency. If we're going to do mornings, we always have to do mornings. If we're going to do nights, we always have to do nights. Okay. Favorite hobby that's not sport? I love reading. Oh, you are a geek. I'm such a nerd. Proudly. Uh, <laughs> Proudly. Own it. Steak. Well done. Medium, rare. Oh, I do a or medium, medium rare. Medium rare. Medium rare. So yeah. again, in, in the middle. In the middle, I'm a medium right, rare. On the fence, yep. What's your nickname on the team? Um, Other than Kiwi. Yeah. T- well, not, not in New Zealand not here. anymore. <laughs> um, in the States, everyone would call me Teague. But back here, probably Teagues. And then I have a teammate, Nina, who calls me Teagy Weegy. Teagy Weegy. <laughs> I have someone called me Meggy Weegy for way too many years of my life. It's quite cute. It's endearing. Every time I hear it, I go, not, not when it's Steve Hansen, the All Blacks coach. <laughs> <laughs> That's so and good. the whole entire New Zealand rugby team, like, cracking up. Oh, I love that. Laughing. Hey, Meggy Weegy, shut up. <laughs> um... You're off to a barbecue. Yeah. What meat do you take? Oh. Um, oh, probably like probably like sausages. I love a good sausage sizzle. Yeah. Growing up. Yeah. Beef or lamb? I'd probably go with lamb. Yeah. 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 It's very kiwi of me. Yeah. It's you can't good, you good can't really go wrong though. Yeah. yeah. We won't we won't talk about good sausages. <laughs> What's the best part of life advice someone ever gave you? Best life advice. Um, fail big. Oh, explain. Um, I was going through like a a a part like a like a self doubt sort of era. I was in my self doubt era, and I had um, a sports psychologist at BYU. His name's Tom. He was really just my therapist. Um, he was like, as long as you're moving in a direction, it's a it's like fail as big and large as you can because you always want to fail forward. So that's I've always that's always stayed with me. Fail big, like as long as it's something that you're like risk is part of life, right? And and pushing yourself is part of life. So if you're failing big, it means you're trying. It means you're awesome. you're moving in a direction. So I kind of love that because it it takes the pressure off a little bit. Yeah, fail yeah. big. If you're going in the right direction, it doesn't right. matter. Right, it doesn't matter. You're going forward. You're trying. Right, mm. you're putting yourself out there. That's yeah. the whole point. You're supposed to make mistakes and muck up and all that. So fail big. I love that. We've reached the final play of the first podcast of the Nutrition Mission with Ansco Foods Season 2, Beef Lamb and Basketball. Thank you so much, Tegan, for joining us and thank you for tuning in to the Nutrition Mission with Ansco Foods. If you enjoyed this podcast and want to find out more, head to anscofoods.com forward slash queens. Woohoo, we got our own URL. Go queens. Uh, for more insights and news. And make sure you tune in next time. We'll be talking to Momohara Keelan. Tokomanawa Queen's team physio about her role in the team and the importance of nutrition for injury prevention, recovery and performance. It's time for me to bounce. (laughs) I love that. Until next time.